0: Shotty was saw with y'all. Hi. Coming to say you look, you're fine. We got to cut it up. She, nobody kid, if I go my line, I'm gonna keep it above with y'all. But oh, Shotty, I'm trying to make you mind. Don't make it too easy, I wanna try. She looking too good, can let it go by, oh yeah. Think up one the lotto. This Loma Lado. She could be a model. She wanna show me some. Think up one the lotto. Yeah, this Loma Lado. She could be a model.
1: Welcome back. Good to have you guys. Uh, it's been a while. Sorry about that. I hope everyone had a good holiday and all that type of shit. Today we have a super fun episode. Starting off, I'm going to rant about the Pacers a little bit. One of the most fun teams in the NBA. Then after that, Butzy and Jordan are going to come on to do our quarter, our quarterly evaluations for quarter one of our NBA stock game. And then finally, to wrap it all up, Butsy and I are going to have a college basketball therapy session again. We're going to do this weekly. It's been a lot of fun, so stay tuned for that. If you didn't know, um, all of the timestamps will be in the description of the episode. So if you're not interested in hearing me talk about the Pacers or NBA stocks, you can just go to the description and click on the timestamp. and It'll bring you to um, the time where we talk about something else. So... Coming up, you're going to be hearing me talk about the Indiana Pacers. Okay, I'm not going to go too long on the Pacers because I'm not really sure how many of you will actually give a fuck about this, but to me, the Pacers are one of the most fun teams to watch in the NBA. and I've been saying that since the beginning, honestly, and there's some stats to really back it up. So what goes into a fun NBA game, in my opinion, is one, speed, two, like athleticism, and three, like making shots, okay? And then I also like on the defensive end, I just like, You know, good solid defense, steals, and blocks and all that. And the Pacers kind of have all that. Uh, In the NBA, they're third in assists at 28.1 per game. Second in blocks at 6.6 per game. Fourth in three-pointers made at 294 per game. Fifth in pace at 102.3 possessions per game. Fifth in miles per game, traveled at at 18.7 miles per game. And then second in the NBA, an average speed at 4.3 meters per second. So what does all this mean? Well, this team's drafted really well. They got Tyrese Halliburton, Benedict Matherin, Chris Duarte, Andrew Nembhard. They got so many good players. Miles um, Turner's actually been good for them, even though <clears throat> I don't I don't think he really wants to be there. And he's been in trade rumors for about three-quarters of his career. Um this team has drafted well, like I said. They've got really long, lanky, fun players. They got a lot of speed, a lot of shooting. Um, I I just really enjoy this team. Tyrese Halliburton plays one of my favorite brands of basketball uh, right now. He's got 40 assists to zero turnovers in the last three games, which is absurd. He leads the league with assists, 11.3 per game, and which is over two full assists more than the second assist leader, Trey Young, who's at 9.4 assists per game, and he's doing this with on only. turnovers per game. Um, It's a very well-coached team with Rick Carlisle. And, I mean, they've got a ghost of Andrew Neesmith kind of floating around there. Um, They're just a really solid team, and they're actually, like, very deep for a young team. And I think they're going to be – I mean, they're already sixth in the East right now. And that's not going to stand up, obviously. But this team has really good uh, talent. And if they can add a couple more pieces in the draft, get rid of Buddy Heald, obviously – Um, I don't think he fits their timeline. And then maybe, you know, maybe get rid of Miles Turner. I'm not sure. Maybe he actually wants to sign there and actually wants to contribute like he has been. Um, Either way, I think you got to be on watch for this Pacers team. They're so fun to watch. I I really do enjoy it. Benedict Matherin is such a goddamn motor on him. Um, He's trying to win every game, he's talking shit. Uh, Before he got drafted, he he said that he's the best player in the world, and LeBron has to prove it to him that he's the best player in the world. Like, that LeBron's the best player in the world. And, yeah, this team just plays a fun brand of basketball. And if you're ever just floating around League Pass, check out the Pacers because I really do enjoy them. And I think that this team is going to be really fun for the time to come. And just watch out for what they're doing in Indiana because you guys got to take notice. I'm telling you, there's something there for sure. Okay, real quick in this next part uh, where Butsy and I talk about college basketball. um, For Tennessee. I, I mentioned BHH being on my team. I completely got him mixed up with Jamal uh, Mashak, which I don't know how the fuck I did that, but he's on Maryland. Um, so, yeah, I was talking about the big depth. I completely forgot to talk about Olivier Camois, who's awesome as well, and uh, Tyrese Key, not a big but fucking awesome player. Um, and, yeah, so just a little housekeeping. Jonas Adu as well. Um, yeah, a little housekeeping there, but BHH is not on the team. I'm aware of that. I am an actual Vols fan. I just fucked up. All right, we're here for the college basketball therapy session. Um, we had some craziness in the last about w- week. I, we're we're going to say from November 23rd until today, November 29th, uh, there's been some fucking craziness in college basketball. Mm, so mm, mm. real quick, just to recap, we're going to go through the – I'm just going to run through um, some games that happened. So Tennessee beat Butler, uh, Kansas beat NC State, Texas Ohio State upset Texas Tech. Um, the uh, Arizona upset Creighton in a very close game. Um, and then Arkansas beat San Diego State on Thursday. Um, Tennessee beat USC. Duke beat Oregon State. Kansas beat Wisconsin. UConn beat Oregon. Purdue beat West Virginia. Alabama beat Michigan State. Alabama had a good run this last week. Um, from there... North Carolina gets upset by UNC. Oh no, Oh my God! North Carolina gets upset by Iowa State. We'll get into that. Tennessee beats Kansas to win the Bad Boy M- M- Mowers battle for Atlantis. I don't know how to say that. Um, big win. Oh,
2: it's it's Bad Boy Mowers. Like, oh
1: Jesus Christ! Sorry, I've been. Yeah, uh, wow. That's okay, that's it's all right. That's hey, a, it's, okay. it's okay. It's okay. It's
2: okay. Don't worry about
1: it. UConn upsets Alabama. Purdue upsets Gonzaga, which. Honestly, I think we talked about this potentially happening with Zach Eady. Kind of, uh, he matches up well against Drew Timmy. That kind of takes him out of the game. And then from there, um, yeah, Zach Eady just went off that game. Um, Saturday, nothing really interesting that happened except for TCU uh, upset Iowa. Sunday, Alabama upsets North Carolina and double o- or sorry, quadruple OT. Um, Purdue upsets Duke. Um, And that's about oh, UConn beats Iowa State. Monday, nothing really happened. And then today, as of recording, Maryland is completely crushing Louisville. Illinois is slightly beating Syracuse. And that's about it so far. Um, Kentucky was tied with Bellarmine at a half, but they ended up getting the win 60 to 41. So all that to say, um, we're gonna get into UNC. I know we have some thoughts on that. We're gonna touch on Tennessee. Um we're going to touch on Houston being ranked number one, and uh, we're going to talk about like Gonzaga and Purdue and any other teams you want to talk about. So starting off, UNC, butsy, let's hear it.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, man, they're they're not good. Uh, nope. they're fraudulent. Uh, it's clear. Um, Feig texted me this, I believe, uh, last week, and he said, you know, teams that make a playoff run or a championship run. And they bring back a lot of the same guys. They often don't have the same success the uh, the following year, which is yeah. which is true. But the way this team came into this year, uh, I, I liked it a lot in the off season. I liked what I saw out of the guys, um, and especially at the end of last season, where it was you know a loss in the championship. Like it wasn't you know yeah. that they unexpectedly had a good year and then made the round of uh, sixteen or sweet sixteen somehow. Like this team was a nine seed. And or sorry, were they an eight seed? I forget if we were an eight or nine seed, um, but we were like an eight seed and we went all the way to the national championship game with a very yeah. young core. They all said they wanted to come back and fucking win again, like win it this year. And so to see him come out this flat is really disappointing. Uh, They're not good. Caleb Love has been so mediocre, in my opinion. Yep. Um, You know, against Alabama, he had 36 points, I believe, but he took or he had 38 points and took 36 shots, I believe. Uh that's just not a uh that's just not a winning formula at all. Um so if UNC is gonna want to be a contender and obviously there's so much, so much season left. Conference play hasn't even started yet. Um, but if UNC wants to prove themselves as a contender, they gotta fucking tighten up ship. Uh yeah. start putting together some good wins, complete games in my opinion. Uh we have some games where we play well defensively and others where we excel in offense. Uh we need just a complete game and we need to be in control of a game the entire way too, which is something I've yet to see out of this team. Uh no early season blowouts was a red flag. I've said it from the start mm-hmm. with this uh, with this UNC team. And it's clearly uh, proven to be um, you know, a key tell telltale sign and and how the team's doing this year. Uh, you know, I'm not gonna read into too much into too much of these early season losses, but definitely some red flags with this team. Gotta tighten up. Um, do I think they will yes, Hubert Davis, incredible coach. Uh you played for UNC and coached yeah. on UNC's coaching staff under Roy for a very long time. Uh, so I trust this team. Uh, that, that's all I can say. It's not like I don't trust these guys. Um, I trust this team and this coach and this coaching staff to figure it out.
1: Yeah, no, I, Um. well, so one thing I've been looking at, like, you know, I love Ken Palm. That's like the best college stats. Um, Ken Palm has them ranked twenty twenty one 21 in the nation right now. One thing that is sticking out to me is their they have bad luck. Their luck rating right now is minus 0.098, which is pretty bad luck, honestly. And I think a lot of that's probably attributed to that uh, Alabama loss in quadruple overtime. Like, you can't get that mad at them about that. Um, But yeah, UNC, I just think, I I thought their stars were going to be better than what they've been so far. And I just think they don't have, like, a number one. So it's just kind of messing them up. And um, yeah, it's just tough to see. I think they'll get through it, though. I really do. Um, As far as their schedule, they've actually had a pretty hard schedule. Ken Palm has... Their adjusted uh, strength of schedule rating at plus five twenty-four. Uh to put that in perspective, wow. Tennessee's at plus five fifty-four. We've had a relatively hard schedule. Purdue's plus eight seventy-nine. And then Gonzaga's plus fifteen point seven two. Um, however, the rest of the top ten that they have, like Texas has a minus eight thirty-six schedule. They've had a really easy schedule. Um, uh Houston's had a minus six point six nine schedule. They've had another really easy schedule. So like, um, UNCs had a really really hard schedule as well. So, I think um I think they're going to get through it. I think they have too much talent to fail like you said, but right now it's not looking good. Um I just hope they don't lose any tra- transfers or uh like future commits. That's my only fear right now while they're trying to build the program. Um but yeah, that you that was it was just a tough week for UNC, honestly. Um hopefully they can bounce back. I think they will. And um yeah, let's talk about Tennessee real quick. Um I came on uh, like the first time we talked about college basketball, and I said that I thought they were a fraud. And then the last time we talked about it, I said, I said I still kind of thought they were a fraud, but um, I was feeling a little bit better. They, I, I'm a believer now. Um, they, they won the Mowers Tournament, as I learned how to say. And um, they beat they beat some good teams in that tournament: Butler, USC, and Kansas. Um, the Kansas win especially was really good, and that was all Santi Viscovi just. He had 20 points um, and really their guards were just insane. Um, Kansas doesn't have a lot of big depth and neither does UT that much. So it's honestly a good game for them because if they could defensively just crush the Kansas guards, which they did, I don't think anyone in Kansas had over like 13 points. um, Then they're going to be they're They're going to be fine, which is what we saw. They had great defense and uh, rebounding. And that was really what kind of paved the way. Yeah. Jalen Wilson had 14 points. And other than that, no one else scored in double digits. No one else scored more than seven points on Kansas um, in that game. Everyone else had four, two, seven, um, and two. And then no one else scored. So um, yeah, and then against U against USC, that was um Julian Phillips' coming out night. Um, I'm a big fan of him. He's a freshman out of South Carolina, one of the best players out of South Carolina for Tennessee. So I think they're playing to more more towards what I expected. Um, so good week for them. I was happy to see them get that win. Um, let's talk about Houston. Do you think they're a fraud at number one because they came out ranked number one this year or this week?
2: Yeah, I don't. I don't, I don't think they're a fraudulent one. Um, <clears throat> the thing is right now, and I I really believe this to be true. Most years, there's like never really a true number one team in the country. Yeah, yeah. like I feel like it just it like at that time, whoever's playing the best could be one. But I feel like it's full of a bunch of 1A, 1B, 1C, 1D, like all the way down. Uh, I never really feel like a lot of these teams, mainly in the top 10, 15-ish, all could be number one with like a few conference wins. Yeah. So do I think they're a fraudulent number one? No. But do I think that the best team in the country? Absolutely not. I think that title belongs to Purdue right now, the way they are playing. And the very impressive wins that they just put up. Um, I just think that it made sense to just move Houston up a spot when they haven't lost yet. Um, yeah, and, you know they were they were ranked second anyway, so just moving them up a spot um doesn't really do much for me. i don't I don't think they're great. I think there's a lot of teams that are a little better than them right now, but they're not fraudulent. They're still a great great basketball team,
1: yeah. The thing is is they just haven't been tested yet, really. Um, so Ken Palm and they has won't their...
2: be they won't be yeah. they won't be for the whole season.
1: Oh yeah, so Ken Palm has their ranking, their adjusted strength of schedule at p- minus .69. and this this fully backs up. I'm gonna read off. They beat North Colorado, Saint Joseph's, Oral Roberts, Texas Southern, Oregon, Kent State, and Norfolk State. They're playing right now, and they're beating them by 24. Like they have not played really anyone. I know we can talk about Oral Roberts, but really, like that was kind of a fluke. Um, whatever season they were good, and then Saint Joseph's was, I think, ranked maybe when they played them in the veterans classic, but again, kind of a fluky team as well. Um, Yeah. To me, I think Houston, obviously it's what you said. They're six and O. So they're about to be seven and um And I think that's why they're ranked number one, like you said, but to me, I think this is a team that um, like you said, they're not going to be tested. And honestly, if we're making early bracket p- predictions, I-, I know I predicted Houston to go really far. Um, I didn't take into account this like strength of schedule and this lack of testing. And I didn't realize how many other teams are going to be going through the shit. Like Gonzaga has a plus 18, um, sorry, plus 15.72 adjusted strength of schedule. That's one of the highest. I think it is the highest in the nation right now. Um, them in San Diego state, San Diego state has plus 14.65. Those are teams that I expect to go farther in the tournament because they're more well, like battle tested Um, whereas Houston, Texas has a minus eight. So that means they've been playing literally dog shit teams. Um, Those are teams that I expect to like maybe drop a couple of games or maybe drop a game early in the tournament and maybe be early outs. I know that's way too far down the road, but like you said, Houston's schedule doesn't seem to be getting any harder anytime soon.
2: It won't. uh, You know, they kind of have a little bit of a Gonzaga. I guess it's a little bit of a curse and a gift where they have a ton of regular season games that they spank in conference opponents, but the thing that Gonzaga does a little bit differently is they find a way to get to these tournaments <clears throat> yeah. and get these uh, big games early on in the season. Like when they played uh, Kentucky or just when they played Purdue, Like they'll find a way to get into tournaments and, and play in some big games early so that when you go later down the line and look look on the schedule, uh, there's, there's some wins and losses that you have to factor in when seeding the team. Uh, but I still think that they're a great team as well. Uh, Houston's good, but um, I think we have to talk about, in my opinion, We have to talk about Purdue. Uh, Purdue has been the storyline of college basketball within the last week. They manhandled uh, Gonzaga um, in just a dominant fashion. And, uh, Max, let's talk about that game first. I wasn't necessarily surprised, No, but but the way Zach Eadie dominated impressed me very much.
1: We kind of actually called that on this. um, I I think we mentioned that Purdue – matches up extremely well against Gonzaga because of Zach Eady. Um Drew Timmy is good offensively, like we said, and I called him baby Jokic. And it, the the thing about him is Jokic also doesn't play defense. That's why I like I like that comparison. And Drew Timmy's just not a great defender. Um and it's also hard to guard Zach Eady, who's like seven three, seven four. Or he's in the seven two to seven four range. I don't really know. He's massive. Um and he's so good in the post and He's so much longer than Drew Timmy. They, there's just not really much Gonzaga could do to stop him. And I think Purdue, their guards are a lot better than I expected and, and I kind of um, prepared for. I probably missed them on my scouting report, like when I was doing you know research for this. Um, to me, like they're a, they're really a sneaky pick to make a real run. I guess it's not that sneaky now, but they they really I think can make a deep run in this tournament because they're really deep. And, um, I just, I expect a lot out of this team and hopefully Zach Eady can, um, heal up or not heal up, but hold up. Cause I'm just afraid of him getting hurt or whatever, but that win over Duke that win over Gonzaga. Those are big wins. Granted Duke probably, you know, stumbling a little bit. Um, I mean, they've been stumbling a little bit rather, not probably. Um, but Purdue Purdue's got one of the highest, um, or has had one of the hardest schedules as well. Um, Ken Palm has them ranked seventh in the nation. Um, right behind UConn, and their adjusted, yeah, their adjusted schedule um, has been plus eight seven nine. So one of the hardest schedules as well in the nation. Um, they're battle tested. They've proven that they can get important wins, and I, I like this Purdue team a lot. Um, I think, I, I don't know. I, I just think they can go really far. How do you feel?
2: Yeah, I agree. Uh, there's no reason they can't. I think you mentioned uh, and brought up a good point. Their guard play was excellent. Yeah, uh, I did not expect it to be that good. Obviously, after losing Ivy and a couple other guys, uh, I didn't expect their guards to be as good as they were, uh, and to me that was very impressive out of them. Um, but you know, it all starts with Zach Eady. Uh, Zach Eady is able to fully dominate with some of the best bigs in the some, dominate some of the best bigs in the country. Yeah, uh, you know he's been there for I believe three years now. I want to say I believe he's a junior, yeah, uh, sophomore or junior, but he hasn't been uh, as dominant uh, as I would have liked to see him be in previous years. So it's good to see uh, that he finally is kind of taking a, an assertive mindset coming into the season where it's like, all right, I am the biggest motherfucker on the court. Uh, I should be able to score at will. And I'm going to, now I'm going to score at will. Uh, and he's been doing that. Been on the ball. Great protecting the rim. Great. Uh, but yeah, no, this team, I think after this weekend, you look at it and you say, there isn't a reason that they can, uh, can't make a really big run. And um Let's talk about uh, the Kansas loss. Speaking of oh. a team that kind of speaking about big men, and I guess in yeah. Kansas' case, they don't have one. Nope. Uh, they lost to who again? Sorry, who Tennessee. Was big loss. They lost to Tennessee. Um, and uh, I said the this lost. from the beginning. A lot of a uh, lot of you know analysis. Of course, they agreed with me when yeah. they were making their takes. They they referenced me. Yeah. But when I said they said he said, correct. They said that forward forward. But Kansas's only struggles. Will be that they don't have a back to the basket big. Yeah, a lot of these teams, even Gonzaga, when it's Drew Timmy. Yep, and obviously he's fucking phenomenal. But you're like if they go against Zach Eady, they are absurdly screwed. Like, they are so fucked. Yeah, Shebe, I mean Baycott, any of these guys. So like, I that's what I think separates um, Kansas to me right now after this weekend to the rest of the field. That the rest of the field has consistent back to the basket bigs excuse me, that play back to the basket and can really dominate a basketball game uh, inside and, you know, create for guards and all that. But yeah, no, Kansas is still a great basketball team. I just don't think that they're, you know, not my front runners for title contenders after after this weekend because I think their lack of size got exposed.
1: Yeah, I, th- I completely agree. Going into it, it, like the two teams that were my favorite were Gonzaga and Kansas, or not, sorry, Kansas and Houston. Uh, Gonzaga was in there as well. Um, to me, I think, uh, yeah, Kansas got exposed. Like they don't have bigs. I I said that Tennessee doesn't have that many. Like doesn't have bigs either. They they have Euros and uh Hunt B H H or whatever, but they and Josiah Jordan James. Uh, Josiah is I guess more of a forward than a big. Um, and those two guys like Euros isn't like a top player in the country, and neither is B H H. But those guys still. Are able to we're able to like fully kind of take over and out rebound Kansas, um, and that just shows like the lack of big depth, like you mentioned, um, and yeah, I, I just I don't know how far Kansas can go on, relying on these guards when, like you said, a back to back a back to the basket big really is what wins you games in college at this point. Like, um, I think the problem is the it's, various... what won, them, it's
2: what won them national championship last year.
1: Yes, exactly. Like the problem in, with with college basketball is like, uh. These guys aren't elite shot makers yet, really. Um, so you don't you can't really rely on three point shooting as much as you can in the NBA. So you gotta rely on that back to the basket big. And they just don't have one. Um and yeah, that kind of scares me a little bit going into the um tournament, of course. And yeah, I mean the Kansas is Kansas has a tough schedule ahead of them. And um I I'm interested in seeing how they can what they can do, how they can address the situation because they have a lot of like six six guys and under. That's about really where it caps yeah. off at for them, how high it was. Um, do you have any other teams you want to talk about?
2: Um, I'm not too sure. I would like to talk about the Maui Gym Classic, which was. Yes. I was all over we, that because it was yes. on ESPN and it's easy to watch. I watched uh, a lot of that basketball this past week uh, on Feast Week, which was just another incredible oh, week. And we going to the ACC Big Ten Challenge. Like, this is uh, this is just we're some heaven. Greatest greatest times to be alive. Yep. Um, but. Speaking of that tournament, I think Arizona's legit. I really yes. do. I watched them play Cincinnati, and although it was a very close and hard fought game, I was still so impressed with the way uh Arizona plays. They have a unique situation where they have two bigs. Yeah. Like one but they play completely differently, and they both like they both absolutely like, completely change how Arizona plays on offense. They have a guard, uh or sorry, they have a big who's a lefty and he's a little faster and he's more nimble and can move well and can drive well and can finish. And then you have this other guy, Big Dude comes out, uh, he actually starts but dominates the glass and just puts people in the fucking wood. So, um it, I I like how they play. I like their guards. Their guards are great too. They're going to be a team that's going to consistently put up like 85 points. I think they're averaging like 83 a game right now. They'll continue to do that all season. Um and if they can just continue to outscore teams, this 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 this, this Arizona team can be very scary.
1: Yeah, they're talking. You're talking about Azulas Tubelis and um, Omar Ballo. Um, yeah, I Omar Ballo is yeah,
2: so, like he's a monstrosity of a the human. And then this other guy comes off the bench and can really like open up the court for Arizona.
1: Yeah, no, both those guys are averaging 19 points per game. Um, like, and then um, they have Courtney Ramsey averaging 16. And then it goes, their averages are crazy: 19, 19, 16, 15, 11. To put that into perspective um let's check on like kentucky let's see what like a kentucky's team is averaging um there's three guys under 16 14 12 11 10 so like it's just it's just not even really comparable like that's still relatively low if you look at gonzaga who's another like pretty well spread out team um they've got 20 14 13 9 so like that uh arizona's just putting up points at will um i like them too uh, speaking of the Maui Classic, how many times do you, did they mention in that te- uh, Texas Tech versus Arizona or, um, Creighton game that it was a hard-fought game, and they kept
2: saying it was like football out there? They said it probably ninety times. That was one of the best basketball games I have ever oh, watched. like. I loved it. Not have ever watched. That's a, that's a blasphemous statement, but arguably the game of the year so far. I mean, yeah. this game had drama. This game had everything. Uh, yeah, it was an unbelievable, unbelievable game. It felt like. I started watching it. uh, Well, I had it on in the background, then I really sat down to watch it with like 12 minutes left. Yeah. And the way they were playing, you thought there would be one minute left in the game. Uh, I know. Intensity was absurd from start to finish. And what I love about the Maui Classic or Maui Gym Invitational is that they play in like a fucking convention center. Yeah. Where there's only, I don't even know, 5,000 fans, maybe less. Yeah, maybe less, yeah. It just creates like a high school gym close in atmosphere. Oh. The court just seems tiny. Yeah, like everything around it, the court that just makes the court seem small, and it just creates uh you know the perfect environment for games like this where it's crazy from start to finish.
1: Yeah, no, completely agree. Um, I I just enjoyed it so so much. Um, real quick, I want to do a little exercise here. I'm gonna name off some teams in the Big East, Big Twelve, ACC, SEC, Big Ten. I want you to tell me your favorite, okay, from each conference. All right.
2: Okay, like, who do I think can win? Who is going to win the conference?
1: Yeah, yeah, like, uh, who, yeah, who you think is, um, your, yeah, yeah, who you think is going to win that conference? So, a okay, um, uh, AAC is actually no, no we're not going to do AAC. Actually, we're going to do start with you Big know, Twelve. I'm
2: not, I'm not, I'm not there Like reconvene with me on that in the middle of the season when I've watched the AAC play for.
1: Yeah, I, I, I thought it was the ACC, but it was not. Okay, um, Big Twelve, Kansas State. Texas, Kansas, West Virginia, Oklahoma, Baylor, TCU,
2: Iowa State, Oklahoma State, and Texas Tech. What a gauntlet. That's a that's a tough I think it's gotta be te- Texas. I think it has to be Texas. Yeah. Um they're playing such good basketball right now. They are there's like a different energy about Texas, and it's and I love when Texas is good because they have some of the craziest fans in college basketball. Um, but they're a phenomenal team. Uh the ranked number three now, three or four.
1: So yeah, uh, I three, I
2: believe. They're ranked number three for a reason. I think this team is very, very legit. Uh, and I expect big things from them all season long and into the tournament. So I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm a Texas guy
1: for me. I'm, I'm still going to stick with Kansas, even for all the reasons we highlighted to not stick with them. Um, I think that eventually they're going to figure something out. And I think that, um, I don't know. I just, I just don't believe that they're this bad. This like, right. At, oh my goodness. I don't believe that they're as bad as they are looking right now. Um, and they did lose to a relatively good Tennessee team, and I think that they've since they've had a hard schedule. I think they can turn it around, and yeah, I like them. Um, next one is the Atlantic Coast. This is Virginia, NC State, Virginia Tech, Wake Forest, Miami, Florida, Notre Dame, Duke, UNC, Clemson, Boston College, Georgia Tech, uh, P- Pittsburgh, Syracuse, Florida State, Louisville. So I guess that's just the ACC, <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah,
2: the the Atlantic Coast Conference. I kind the of the Atlantic Coast that. Conference. Um... Yeah, I mean, the way UNC looks right now, I don't like them a lot, but uh, it'll be interesting for me uh, to see when Duke matches up with UNC how both of these teams look against each other. I think that'll be a key determiner when it comes to how this conference is going to play out. Uh, Virginia is also very good this year. I believe they're ranked fourth in the nation right now. Um, They're a great squad, and, and I think that, You know, Virginia basketball is back in a a sense uh, Mm. with their defense they've been playing. Ah, That's a tough, tough, tough conference. Um, Because, you know, a team like Virginia Tech can win it out of nowhere like last year. So um, I'm going to go. I'm going to go with the team that's the most solid. I'll go Duke. I I hate it. I hate the pick. And it makes me vomit because obviously UNC guy over here. But. I'm going to go Duke just simply because they've looked like the most well-rounded basketball team at the moment. Uh, I think UNC obviously has some very, very glaring flaws. I think Virginia has flaws too. Um, and a team that's – like, there are teams in the ACC this year that are horrible. Um, yeah. Louisville has been a huge disappointment. Syracuse right now, while watching uh, them yeah, versus watching Illinois, they're, they're, down, they're down 19 right now. And, uh, I mean, I did bet on Illinois. 29. So be, oh, wait, no. Sorry, cool. you're right, you're right. That's bad math. Um, but, you know – Illinois, Louisville, and, uh, Illinois. Sorry, Louisville, Syracuse, uh, and BC have been three teams that are usually historically solid and have just been absolutely abysmal this season. Uh, ACC is definitely a little weaker than years past, uh, but I'm gonna pick Duke to win the whole to win the ACC tournament.
1: That's a good pick. Um, for me, I,
2: yeah, I guess. No, I guess you I'll... know what? No, you know, no, you know what? Sorry, fuck. I can't do that, Max. I'm picking yeah. North Carolina to win the ACC. There you go. I, I can't do that. I yeah. can't do that. I'm sorry. There you go. There I can't go. do it. There you go.
1: I'll, I'll I'll reluctantly take on. No, I I don't want to do it either. I'll take Virginia, um, and purely because I don't want to pick. I purely place. don't want to pick Duke. That's really what it is. Um, okay. Big Twelve. We have Kansas State, Texas, Kansas, West Virginia. We already, wait, did, this. already did that. Yep. Okay. Big East. Connecticut, Saint John's, Creighton, Marquette, Providence, Xavier, uh, Georgetown, Butler, Seton Hall, DePaul, Villanova. Villanova off to a two and five start pretty shockingly not bad good. not good at all not um, good they cover their post... first
2: two games too i think
1: yeah and those post j right years they're not looking good um but yeah so out of that group who are you taking
2: uh you know what i'm gonna go with st john's i yeah. think st john's is a fucking really good basketball team this year uh they actually got the transfer guard from illinois yes uh, Kapal, 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 the, the, I always the,
1: the guy well. from puerto rico
2: yeah, the guy with the big hair and he wears yeah. the really weird like sunglasses. The white, uh, yeah,
1: the white
2: band. Yeah, band band too. Yeah, I'm going. Uh, I'm going St. John's. I think they're a really well-rounded basketball team. Uh, they just played a uh, Syracuse team close over the break, but yeah, I'm I, I like St. John's a lot. They're very well-rounded. They do a lot of good uh things on the floor. They they find ways to win games. They're scrappy. That's what uh I love about them as well. Posh Alexander is a fucking unbelievable defender. Yep. So uh, I think their guard play is going to be huge. And in the big East tournament where, you know, you kind of have to be scrappy and fast to win these tournaments. Like a lot of other, uh, you know, tournaments kind of rely on like offense and, you know, um, structure, just kind of a little more sound basketball. The biggest tournament's always been chaotic and fast. So I'm going to go with the uh, Johnny's.
1: I'm going to, I want to take Connecticut, but actually I'm going to, I'm going to take Creighton. Um, I think, I think they're actually kind of legit. I'm a big fan of them. I just from watching the Maui uh, Invitational or whatever the fuck it's called. I uh, I kind of I kind of adopted that Creighton team. Um, just yeah, I, I like the way they play. I like their style. Um, I like how poised they are, but they can get like intense, especially in that. Um, uh, just in the couple, was it the Arizona game? Yeah, the Arizona game that they were in. Um, yeah, no, I just like this Creighton team, and I think that they can hold up under pressure and. Um, they lost to a tough Arizona team. So I'm gonna take Creighton. Um, next one is, hold on. We're going to go over to, um, not the big sky. guy. No one wants to hear about that shit. Let's listen. Let's talk about, uh, the sec. So hold on if I can find it. Here it is. Um, Missouri, Auburn, Mississippi state, Alabama, Arkansas, LSU, Mississippi, Tennessee, Kentucky, Georgia, Texas, A&M, Florida, Vanderbilt, South Carolina. Who you taking?
2: question uh i'm taking kentucky i i think that they'll figure it out a little bit later in the season i think their guards their guards always get progressively better throughout the season yeah Uh, kentucky never get off to crazy ass starts because of the fact that they usually have um you know a bunch of freshmen haven't really played together haven't really ever played in an atmosphere quite like you know rup arena and on these stages so um <clears throat> I think they'll figure it out by the end of the season. I think they'll figure it out throughout the season. Uh boy, obviously key part of that. Xavier Wheeler also another key part of it. So, uh I like this team a lot. I think they'll be a really really good team by the end of the season and I honestly think they'll be contender tenders. So, yeah. uh definitely a team to keep an eye on throughout the rest of the year. Um I think they'll get a lot better.
1: Yeah, Missouri is up there um led by Kobe Brown, our our boy. Um hey. no, there's a guy, there's a guy named Kobe Brown in there. Um they have, they have, they again have um i mean their main guy is Des Demoy Hodge um they've got good distribution of points 16.6 14.0 11 10 10 9 so that's pretty solid um real but they're losing right now to Wichita State um realistically like i'm this isn't even a homer pick i'm going to pick tennessee and it's not even a homer pick it's because the if you look at the other teams in this conference other than i mean kentucky has a fair play but they also have they they have two losses so far um and i don't know i i mean if they i'm sure they can bounce or they will bounce back but like there's a tough lsu there's mississippi, mississippi i think is a little bit of a fraud bama is really good they could actually win this um auburn's really solid again mississippi state's really solid um to me i just think that tennessee's had other than alabama i could actually see i could see i think it's a big three of bama tennessee and kentucky um but i'm going to give tennessee the nod because I will never ever pick uh, Bama so or or Kentucky. Yeah, Kentucky's that's probably fair. my least favorite team of all time. Um, yeah. So that's, that's gonna fair. do it. That's, that's gonna fair. do it. That's gonna do it for the college basketball therapy session coming up. We're gonna be playing the NBA stock game. Uh, we're here with our quarterly reviews of our game. Um, Butsy is in the lead. He uh he made his total profit was one hundred and forty point five dollars. Um. That brings his total amount and his budget is one 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 thousand eight hundred ninety point five. Um, Jordan is in second place. He made eleven dollars. Hell yeah! Um, and that brings his total. <laughs> sorry, that was funny. That was a profit. It brings his total to seventeen sixty one. And then I am in last place. I lost five and a half dollars, bringing my total down to one seventy four. One sorry one thousand seven hundred forty four point five. So Jordan has been really excited. So Jordan, tell us. The investments you made, and then your pl- like your new plan.
3: The investments I made for last time. Yeah. So I had the uh, Clippers, which killed me, uh, because they were the most expensive stock, and they're the fifth seed right now. Uh, the Cavs, who did well, and the Pelicans, who we all had, who did really well um, compared to their stock price. Um, I'm gonna sell. So wait, first of all, the Clippers I have to hold because there's no reason to sell them when they're the fifth seed and Kawhi hasn't played yet. I just have to pray that Kawhi at some point wants to start playing basketball again. Yeah. Um and hopefully that happens and they can get somewhere to like a at least a top three seed. So that's not too big of a loss. Um and then maybe I can sell them. Uh Cavs, I'm gonna sell. I they're at the they're at the third seed in the wet or in the east right now. I don't see them getting any higher than that. Um, with the Bucks and the Celtics playing as good as they are, and the Pelicans, I'm also gonna sell. I think. Let me see where they are. They are third in the West. I don't see them uh get getting any higher than that. So I'm gonna sell them as well. I will save who I'm gonna buy for when we come back to meet. But uh, yeah, you go. You guys go ahead. Hey, okay, but see you next.
2: Well, I don't really know if I want to go because you yelled at me. Uh, we were trying to record the intro and I got, and I got yelled at. So, uh, coming into this with, uh, with a little sensitive chip, my shoulder here, but no, I had a great quarter. Uh, I drafted or sorry. I invested in the bucks, Pelicans and Kings. Uh, Kings were an absolute coin printer for me. Uh, they made me $63 and they have been playing well. Uh, this team is, I don't know, really know what to do with this team yet. So I'm going to wait. Uh, But for now, uh, Pelicans made me thirty-two dollars. So Kings made almost double what the Pel's made me, and who were the top performers for the other fellows? So you know, pat myself on the back there. Uh, And then the Bucks, uh, I bought them or invested them at five seventy-three. They got to six eighteen for a forty-five point five dollars in profit for me, um, or increase in the stock price. Rather, no, it was a uh, it was a good good quarter for me. um, And honestly, like. This is a tough decision. Uh, I don't know what I'm going to do yet. So, Max, I'm going to let you go, uh, similar to Jordan. Um, I don't really know what I'm going to do with my teams yet because I think they're all good. I think they're all really good. I think they're going to continue to be good.
1: Yeah, okay. So, um, for me, I stupidly invested in the Sixers, and they, they lost me 25 dollars Um I invested in the Raptors. That was uh, pretty bad. So, I lost 12 bucks there. But I smartly invested in the Pels. And that got me $32. And that's really what saved me. Um, I'm a little stuck because I mean at this point I can't really take the hit on the um Pels, or I mean on the Sixers rather. So I think I have to hold them, unfortunately. And then in terms of uh of um the Raptors and the Pelicans, I think I'm gonna to I think I'm gonna sell both of those um and invest in new teams. Um, just because I think that is something that's going to be, uh, the most profitable for me. So, yeah, I think that's what I'm going to do. All right. So, um, since Jordan is so excited, we're going to let him, uh, talk about his moves. Let's, let's hear him.
3: Oh, yeah. Um, thank you. You have
1: $2,870 and 50 cents to work with, by the way.
3: Oh, that's a lot of money. I'm not going to use it all. I'm going to hold the Clippers, hold and they're going to be better than they are right now by the end of the second quarter. Let me guarantee you that. I'm going to sell the Cavs, although it pains me to do so. They've, they've been great to me. Um, but my first buy is going to be the Golden State Warriors, who are currently the 10th seed in the West. They're starting to play a lot better. Um, clay has been starting to have some big games, hit some more shots. Poole's been playing better. I think they're going to turn it around. They are 11-11 right now. I think there's probably one, two, three, four teams ahead of them that they're gonna overtake, um, by the end of this quarter. I think they're gonna jump four spots. Give me the Warriors. Okay. Also,
1: I'm gonna make a new rule. We can let's not pick the let's not be able to pick the same team, and we can only do three teams. I think that makes it more fair fun. enough. Fair okay. Enough. Um, Butsy, do you know your next move?
2: Yeah, my- uh, yeah, I actually do know my moves. Uh, I'm going to keep. <laughs> The uh, um, sorry, I'm gonna keep the Bucks and the Pelicans. Uh, I think the Bucks will will stay this good, and I think the Pelicans are only gonna get better. Actually, as a, much as it pains me to do so, I'm gonna sell the Kings. They made me sixty three dollars and were like one of the most profitable in this uh Galo Gamer plan. I'm gonna sell the Kings and I'm gonna buy the um, sorry, I'm gonna buy the Detroit Pistons. Uh they are three they started off at four thirty three went all the way down to three fourteen. Uh I think that's gonna get a lot better throughout the season. I think this is gonna be another one of those uh investments that uh definitely make me a lot of money.
1: Are you aware that Cade might be out for the season?
2: Yes, yes I am. Okay. All right, just checking in, just making sure. Okay. Um I don't think that they'll be I just I don't I think they're just a step above bottom of the barrel, in my opinion.
1: Okay. Good stuff. Um my next move i'm having a little trouble here um i think what i'm going to do is grab the grizzlies at 550 because um they oh by the way i'm selling the raptors so we'll put that in there um selling the raptors and then i'm going to buy the grizzlies at um 550 they actually lost value they were at 555 um this is a tough team. They're 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 an awesome team. Um, I'm a big, I'm a fan of them, and they're going to be really good. And this is in a weird West, so I'm excited with that pick. Jordan, what's your next pick?
3: My next pick. So oh, I am selling, uh, the Pelicans, who we all took in the the first quarter and who did great. I'm going to sell high on the Pelicans and call me crazy. I'm gonna I'm gonna pick up the Brooklyn Nets here. They are um. They're, they, they did not have a good first quarter. They're the ninth seed, 11-11. and 11. I think, like, the Wizards are the seventh seed right now. I think they're better than the Wizards. I think the Nets can overtake the Raptors, and I think maybe they can overtake either the Pacers or the Hawks by the end of the quarter. Um, Simmons playing a lot better, looks a lot more confident. He th- He's not amazing by any stretch, but he looks so much better than he did a couple weeks ago. KD's obviously one of the best players in the world, and Kyrie can, you know, go off on any given night. I really want them to hire a coach um but I don't know if they will I I just think they're they they completely underperformed that first quarter they there's no way they're going to do um that bad again it, it's kind of only up from here for the nets so yeah call me crazy dude give me the net what's their uh, price um let me look for you it is 500 Five hundred. All right, good pick. Sorry. All right. Nope. Sorry. I don't know. Your spreadsheet's making me confused. Okay, it's pretty simple, but Uh, they um...
2: are. Sorry, I'll (laughs) tell you. They're five hundred. They're five
1: hundred. Yeah, they're five hundred. Pretty simple. Pretty straightforward. It Um... says Q1. Okay, whatever. Q1 is now. Opening price was the opening he meant, price. He meant
2: after Q1, Jordan. He he means yeah, after that's just, Q1 price. That's
1: just silly. That, okay. How is that silly? <laughs> Q1 price is now. Quarter
2: one would mean opening price, pretty much. This is yeah. the quarter one evaluation. Okay.
1: Opening price means opening price. This is price. quarter two. We're doing quarter Why would two Q1 right mean opening price if there's <laughs> opening
3: price on the thing? There wouldn't be. Q1 op- is the same as opening price. <laughs>
0: I'm
3: not really, are we really arguing about this right now.
1: <laughs> no okay um so that's gonna finish it up for jordan he is at total budget or that right now he's at 1851 or sorry 1, 1858.5 but see your turn here um what, what what are your
3: plans
2: yeah so i have a uh, currently a three-team portfolio but i got some money to play with um <laughs> i'm not I, I i'm not opposed Wait, to can we do more
3: a- than three teams
1: no let's keep it at three teams Oh, okay.
2: Oh, well, then I then I'm not doing anything because I kept two of my teams and I'm selling or I sold Got the it. Kings. Got keeping it. Keeping the uh Pels and the Bucks and then I sold the Kings high and uh bought the um Pistons.
1: Okay. I I'm str- hmm. I kind of want to sell the Pelicans cuz I'm a little worried, but I think I'm going to hold. So I think that's going to finish it up for me. Um that's going to make my, um, the final, so the final numbers on this are Buttsy is in the lead right now with 2,089.5. Jordan is in second with 1,858.5. And I am in third with 1,719.5 after we made our portfolio moves. So we will check in with you all after quarter two for our new evals, but hopefully I can make some money and yeah. That'll do it for this episode. Thank you all.
0: Yeah. For was with oh, y'all. Coming to say you look fine. We got to cut it off. Nobody kidding. Fuck on my line. I'm going to keep it above with y'all. Oh well, Shotty, I'm trying, trying to, to make you mine. Yeah. Don't make it too easy. I want to try. She looking too good. Yeah. can't let it go by. Oh, yeah. Kind. Think up wonder. the lotto. This low my She could be a model. She want to show me some. Think up wonder. the lotto. Yeah. This low lot lotto. Oh, yeah. She yeah. could be a model.